Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for taking the time to download or stream this episode. And just like always, please subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Like, just... I know, I know some people I've talked to, I guess they're, they they couldn't figure it out on Google Play. And unfortunately, I don't know anything about Google Play because I have all Apple devices. Um, but I know on iTunes, you just hit subscribe and they'll notify you every time we upload a new episode so you won't miss anything. Um, and we really want this to be as interactive as possible. So if you have a topic you want discussed or you have questions or comments, head over to Facebook at Sent Church Volusia and let us know. I love to hear back, um, or check us out at sent.church, or, big announcement, big now announcement. you can email me at josh at sent.church. Uh-oh. Right? That's exciting. Stepping into the 1990s. The big leagues. I remember when email first came out. We were just talking about that at work the other day when you heard that. No, 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 not when the internet first came out. Oh. Like when, like, because remember... You've got mail. That's what we're talking about. And I said when we, you and I first started dating, I would log online or log on to... Get on the line? Get on the line. <laughs> and and I was so excited when you would email me. I know. And now I never, like... It's no. like the last thing you think of. Yep. But anyway... Anywho. So, Debbie, as gosh. teachers... Yes. We started this week at work. I but started I, last week. Yeah, that's because you're going to a different school, though. Yeah, well, so are you, but you started this week. I know, because... Whatever. They know what's up. Tomato, tomato. But as teachers, I guess summer isn't, like, officially over for the kids for another week, though. Like, teachers have to go back, and they do a week-long... What is it? What? what pre-planning. 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 I couldn't think of the word. Yes. So you should have some professional development in there. So, what we're going to talk about... In this episode is this upcoming school year, but I want to talk about it from the practically Christian perspective. All right. All right. So, for starters, please remember your child's teacher is a person. Like, as teachers, I, and, and I wanted this to sound as as non-biased as possible. Right. But Genesis 1 and 2 is very clear that God made man in his own image. Right. And teachers are people. Like, right? Teachers are people. So God made people in his own image. And and just like anyone else, your child's teacher is made in the image of God. I just had this conversation today. And I did not know that we would be talking about this. But yes. Now, Now, a teacher, I mean, they go into that profession because they genuinely want to educate young minds. It is not for the money. I promise you. I second that. Right. Um, but understand they, they have limitations just like everyone else. Right. I mean, there's some teachers I know that I've talked to. I I don't necessarily have this many kids in my class, um, in any of my classes, but I, you know, I do have like upwards of, I think, 30 kids. In one of your classes? But I mean, I know I've talked to teachers that that have said like there's 40, 40 plus kids in their classes. Oh, no, no. And that means... They're putting in some work. I mean, imagine. 
You know your own kids. Multiply that times 42. Right. 40. And understand that not all kids are as well behaved as your kids. I mean, they come from all different walks of life. They have different familial situations, different emotional makeups. I mean, there's a plethora of things that go into the student, just one student sitting in that desk in front of you. But just like they are an image bearer, so is your child's teacher. And I assure you, if there is a teacher in front of a class of 40 students, they have a love for kids. You do not do this. Day in and day out, if you do not love kids. And if you are doing this and you do not love kids, go do something else. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Debbie Dunn jumped up on sorry, the soapbox. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I could go on and on about that. But. You know, and, and the whole podcast isn't about teachers. So for some of you, hang on because I'm going to kind of switch the conversation right we now. flip the script. Um, I don't even know what he is going to say. Take but. the time to encourage your child's teacher. Let them know, hey, you're doing a good job. Pray for them. Pray yeah, absolutely. Them. Or us. Pray for me and Josh. Even if I'm not your child's teacher. <laughs> but understand, it is a partner relationship. Absolutely. Proverbs 22 tells us to train up a child in the way they should go. When they are older, they will not depart from it. For, for everyone listening, that's not just the teacher's job. Right. Like, yes, they, they need to, you know, specifically train up your kids in certain areas. Academically. But it's a partnership. You know, understand, teachers have limitations. Stop trying to read my notes. I'm not. I was just looking. You are. I, we, we've done this successfully I now. I was in a dead stare. I think this is our 25th podcast episode. Oh, we're... Right? That's oh, awesome. Oh, that's nice. And we've been successful because you're not trying to read my notes. I wasn't trying to read your notes, and you're getting off track now. But understand that the teacher has limitations on what they can do, and understand, seriously, there is only so much time in a day. And as much as I love to pour into students, sometimes I just run out of time. You know, like, just like any other teacher out there. Well, I mean, with having so many kids, even if you only had 10 kids in your class, you have no idea. You ha- you plan for the day, but there are things that just are unplanned, things you don't expect, things that come up, situations, emotional breakdowns, things of that nature. Right, and then you also have the kids. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, part of being a family, and, and 1 Timothy 5.8 says it best. You know, if you don't care for your family, and especially the members of your own household, mm. you are worse than an unbeliever. Yikes. When was the last time y'all sat down as a family? When was the last time you, you, you know, hey, we're going to eat dinner tonight, no electronics at the table? Or how about no electronics for that night? Oh, absolutely. I'm all for it. I mean, I know some people would have breakdowns. I know so, some adults that would so, have breakdowns. You know, before you blame your your keep your kid's teacher this year, understand like are you doing everything you're supposed to be doing? Josh and I have to reflect on that when the kid when our own children are in classrooms and you know, things come up and we do have to stop and look and go, Well, what part did we play in that? And that's hard. Well, I mean your first primary response primary response ability i didn't know what you were saying 
Apparently, I don't have the ability to say that word right now. Your primary responsibility is your kids. Right. Like, I get it. You got to go to work. You, you, you know, your kids like to eat, you like electric on. But understand, I mean, and I don't know the stats right off my the top of my head. I know there is tons of studies out there, though. That have proven, like, you know, if you sit down, I think it was, like, 10 minutes a day. It's a very small number. And read, like, your, oh, your child. 20 minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. You, you know, your child will gain a full letter grade. Because what is it? Like, you learn, and, and what is it? You learn to read, and then you read to learn? Yes. So, I mean, if they don't learn to read, it's going to be pretty hard to read to learn. You do listen when I talk. All the time. Uh-huh. Those blank stares, that's... <laughs> That's me going... Are you processing what I'm saying? Yes, that's me going, what? Because a lot of times you talk to me, like, especially about this, you you wait until, like, everybody's asleep. Like, the kids are asleep and everything. We're ready for bed. And then you're like, now we need to have this, like, theoretical conversation about... I'm excited about reading. Maslow's dog or something. And I'm like... Not Maslow's dog. Pavlov's dog. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Anyway, keep going. But the next thing I want to stress is get into a routine. Like, I get it. Everyone's busy. But what better way than right now to start a routine? I mean, your whole life is about to get jacked up again. Right. School's starting. Right. Schedule your dinner. Schedule your meals. And when I say schedule, I don't mean schedule it time-wise, although you should have a, a roundabout time that you're eating dinner. But meal plan. Maybe not meal prep, but prep if you can. But I mean, just use this moment. It's a transition in life. Right. And everybody, like, everybody's going through the same things. Right. You know, if you have kids that are in school. Or even if you're going back to school. Right. You know. Or like me and never ending going to school. And I love school. And for all you millennials, that's how you get out of paying back your student loans. That is not what I'm doing. <laughs> you stop it. You ain't the only one in that boat. <laughs> But it's a transition of life, like, and, and just like New Year's, and this is why I hate New Year's so much, because, you know, December 31st, everybody has these great My life's about plan- to change yeah, forever. Hashtag always. Although I kept with my hashtag resolution so far. Well, it's not really a resolution. Like, that wasn't a resolution. It was a lifestyle change. Yeah. And, and that's the difference. Like, yeah, that's true. A resolution never gets kept. No. You know, by the true. second week of January, 85% of all resolutions you resolve to not. have been broken. <laughs> and it's like, wow, you went two weeks. Yeah. In January, the gym was slam packed at five o'clock in the morning. Not anymore. But what winds up happening is like we, we start getting so busy and then discipleship and family time and, and that gets thrown out the window. Right. You know, and now is the perfect time. You have this major shift, change, if you will. Your schedule is going to change. Your kids are going to be in school. They're not going to be at home or at summer camp anymore. Well, and, and I get it. You may be dropping them off early and picking them up late. And, you know, that may be what your job is requiring of you. And I get that. But again, it, it's 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 still a routine change. Right. So in any juncture in that, the human mind has the ability now to go, Okay, I'm going to meet sweeping change. That's right. why, like, when new presidents come in, they're like, oh, sweeping legislation. What they're talking about is, hey, there is a change. So now is the time. It's like it, The Band-Aid theory is really what it is. 
You know, when when it's time to rip off a Band-Aid, you do it fast, you do it quick. Right. And you get it all done at once. So, you know, look again, looking at Deuteronomy 6, you know, we should be meditating on the word daily. Right. You should be making time for this daily. If if you're not putting the word in you, there's no way to get the word out of you. Into your children. Right. And so now is the, the perfect time to, to start doing that. You should be taking time every single day to talk to your kids. Ask them to how go... their day was. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay, no. You were looking at my notes again, and then no, you just shot out with the next line. No, I wanted... I didn't I'm done. see that. I'm done. I didn't see that. <laughs> Honest, I promise. I did not see that. Turn and face the wall. <laughs> when it's your turn to talk, you can turn around. Stop. I'm not turning around. You're trying to cheat the system. I am not. I did not know. I honest to God. All right. I so our not. next podcast is about male headship. <laughs> you better okay. stop. No, it's not. Why? Keep Someone going. hit me up on Facebook. Say, hey, I need to hear a podcast about male headship. Oh my gosh. Are you okay? I might be having a stroke, but. Blood sugar. What it y'all. is. Someone keeps reading my notes. <laughs> But yes, we should be taking time to talk to our kids every day. Ask them, like, how was your day? What'd you learn? What'd you go over? Are they learning something that is against what the gospel teaches? I mean, that could be happening. Right. You know, are they... they... I'm sure that's happening in many classrooms. Not Not mine. (laughs) Not my classroom. Jinx, personal jinx, pinch, puck, you owe me a Coke. Um... You know, but talk to them about their day. Talk Ask to them, them about their feelings. Ask them how they felt. I'm. Not, is that your next thing? Well, you know what? Then we're in sync, and obviously we have the same thought process. Is that? Can I look at your notes? Because I did not see that. No. It, was that on there? Yes. <laughs> Ask them like, how is what their situation going through? Like, are they? You know, bullying. Like that's that's oh, huge. Yes. And again, the biggest prevention of bullying. Is when you know it, like when you know, okay, my kid is getting bullied. Small little changes in their behavior, but it could be. But just, if you have that relationship I, with your kid, oh my goodness, that really got you on fire. I was just gonna, say, if you are talking, if you are talking to your children, they will. If you talk to them about little things that seem unimportant, they will talk to you about the big things. I, I assure you, there are times my children have asked me questions about things. I did not expect, but I've had previous conversations with them about the color teal and what they want to do with their room and their dolls and Legos and things of that nature. And understand, though, this has to be intentional. Right. This, you're not going to magically find all this time in the day. There Again, there are a set amount of time in the day. Um and any working parent can attest to that. There are never enough hours. Can I give some advice that you gave me? Mm-hmm. So I was struggling not too long ago about all the things that I have to do. Full-time mom, full-time wife, full-time student, full-time employee. Where am I going to find the time to do things? And Josh made a very good point. He said, you have to have your priorities in order. What is your number one? Yes, yeah, so you have your number one. Oh my gosh, is that on your notes? Please tell me. Is that for real? I am, get, I am doing away with OneDrive. I did not look at it. I'm done. Is that what you were going to say next? So until next week, no. Debbie's going to go. <laughs> Let me finish. Anyway, like I was saying, 
Um, so you have you know your, what? You, <laughs> you know what it is? It might be we talk too much to each other. We like, talk don't too even much? lovers need a holiday? That's what they say. Far away from each other. Anyway, so you have your top priorities, and there are some things that you just don't bend on. Some things you just don't don't. Com- What's the word? Compromise. Compromise. So let okay. I was and, about to say you asked the wrong in, person. In the our words. in our in my life, it's Jesus, Josh, my children, my job, everything else. So there are some things on the list of priorities that I will not bend or break on. Yeah, and if you have to write out a schedule, like right. if that's going to help you keep it, write it out. Um, understand, uh, time works just like money. And if you don't assign every minute to or every hour, depending on how neurotic you are. Like Dave Ramsey says, assign every If you every do dollar. not assign it, it's, right. it's going to get wasted. Right. And, and yeah, like it, it can't – if you find yourself – you know, just like on our youth sports podcast, the the one we did last week. No, not like a couple weeks ago. I thought, oh, okay. Um, you're gonna find All yourself right. running from thing to thing, to game to game, to recital to recital, to play to play. Exhausted. Everything else is gonna get pushed to the side. And again, Matthew six thirty three says to seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and then everything else gets added to that. And you cannot pour into your children if you're you are empty. Sometimes I don't like that saying, but if your cup is empty, you're not gonna pour anything out. Oh my god. Okay. Please don't tell me that's on there. Is that really on there? Don't get overloaded. (laughs) Really? I didn't look at it. Know your limits. If if you cannot rest well, you will burn yourself out. Absolutely. You know, and once you reach this point, it's difficult to come back from because now you're trying to catch up. And that that's not always possible. Right. You know, once you lose an hour of sleep, you know you can't just sleep an hour later. Right. The next day. Like, that doesn't work. Once you lose it, it's gone. And we serve out of our overflow. Oh, you were going to say So when that that dries up, what are you pulling from? Right. Like, there's nothing left to give. Right. And lastly, be part of a community of believers. You know, and if you're not, find one. And and I word it like that. Some of y'all would refer to that as church. Some of y'all that go to church would refer to it as like a city group or a grow group or disciple group or right. whatever, however they word it. But make sure you make time to be around others that are going through the same things. And I, I saw a quote on Facebook and I loved it. It said, don't go to the church that's closest to your home. Go to the church that's closest to the Bible next to your home. So just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> and I'll just put this out there. If you need help, if you want recommendations, hit me up. Again, check out Scent.Church. We have a list of um, churches we would recommend for you. But mainly check out Scent.Church. Yes. Like that, yes. I'm talking about people that live far away. Far. No, no, don't do that. In a galaxy far, far away. Oh, boy. But, and, and understand, like, even if your kids are in a the top-tier Christian private school, they're finding stuff out from their friends. Absolutely. You need to make sure you're open to listening to what's going on and... And I know we all have the right answers, but if that is really true, then why do we fail so epically? Right. Exactly. Like, that's why it's so important to be part of a, a community of believers who have your same values and morals and and they can help, like, when you're going through something or, or you can be there to help them when they're going through something. Right. Um, so, again, if you if you need a church to belong to, hit us up. Like, I we, we can give recommendations all day long. Um. 
So I challenge you in the next couple of weeks, in the next week, get organized. Have a schedule and stick to it. Make time for Jesus and your family in this schedule. Start right, that right should now. be one and two. You don't have to wait. Start right now. And if you're not giving Jesus first, then you have an idol issue, and that's going to be a separate podcast. Right. But until next week, keep moving forward. Let us know on Facebook what you want to hear about, and we love you. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.